Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin, your host as always, and I'm joined by three fantastic guests in studio. Pleasure to call all three of them friends of mine, and uh, we're going to have a great conversation today. Continuing our series on mental health and something that has been affecting a lot of people. It has touched me personally and some people that I've shared episodes with, and so we know that God is doing a work through this series and uh, we want to thank you for listening wherever you're listening from i always say this at the beginning at the end of episodes share this episode nowadays with social media you know you don't know who you could be blessing by just simply clicking share and uh, you never know what somebody's going through so if you want to share the episode with someone we hope that you do i have three guests like i said and i'm going to have them introduce themselves we're going to start on my left and we'll go clockwise back to me Awesome. My name is Genesis Santos Guzman, and I am a junior communication major here at Southwestern Adventist University. I was born and raised in Orlando, Florida. I love the sunshine. I love the beach. And I am super grateful to be here on Elevate Retake podcast and be studying here at school. That's right. First timer. We have a couple first timers. Mm -hmm. Uh, My name is Jose Vargas. Jose Fermin Vargas. There you go. Uh, My (laughs) full name, since we're giving out our full names. Um, My major is theology. Uh, A couple things that I like, sports, uh, talking, and hanging out with friends. And I love it here in SWO as well. Awesome. Hello, my name is Jaylee Love Garman. I am a sophomore communications major here at Southwestern as well. And this is actually my first time doing Elevate Podcast, so I'm really excited. I like um, food, I like cooking videos, I like music, and I like talking about God, so this is going to be great. So we are on a long journey, I believe, somebody correct me, uh, seven weeks, something like that, seven weeks on mental health, I think, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been amazing, And, and I've loved to ask this question of all of our guests especially new ones that we haven't had on the series before, because for me personally, when Michael pitched the idea that we were going to do this series, I was like jumping for joy. It's like, finally, because 24 years old, never heard ever, ever a sermon series Mm. on mental health. Mm. And now it's finally coming out uh, now. And I was like, Michael, go for it. Run a (laughs) hundred miles an hour. Let's do it like 12 weeks, do a whole semester. Uh, So I think we're going to run right up until spring break. And, Uh, This week we're talking about peace, but I want to get a general answer from you guys. What makes mental health such a, I guess, prevalent topic and and why is it important that we talk about this now? Anybody that wants to jump? For me, I think that definitely since the pandemic started, a lot of people were experiencing mental health problems Mm. and they didn't realize it until they were forced to um, just be in their homes and locked down and there was just general stress over the whole world. And it kind of brought a lot of those issues that people were having in their lives to light. And it made them put, you know, a name to it and really kind of just recognize what was going on in their lives. And that's something that happened to me as well, where I didn't, you know, I'd always thought, oh, everything's fine. But during lockdown, I realized, oh, you know, maybe I have um, anxiety over this or maybe I've been feeling this certain way and things I never thought about when everything was so go, 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 you Mm -hmm. know. But during that time, it really just I feel like it gave everyone a moment to just pause and reflect. And now everyone's like, wow, 
I'm feeling this way. Other people are. We can relate to each other. Let's try to get through this. Um, I was going to say, um, I think this is obviously a topic that's not talked about a lot, especially when I was growing up. I went to a Hispanic church and they were like, mental health. What is that? You know, like, what is this? What is that? We don't talk about this. You you love God. You are joyful. You are blessed. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, OK. So I've had definitely like this mentality of, you know, there's nothing that could go wrong or like I could not being okay was, you know, something that everyone goes through. Yeah. And so I think it's like a lot more prevalent now because as you're growing older, you're just realizing that you can't run away from all of those um, problems and those feelings you've been, you know, feeling, whether it's, you know, being anxious or depressed or um, not feeling peace. And so I think because of that, people are now definitely wanting to seek help because they want, they know they're capable of overcoming that. Mm -hmm. I feel you for sure because... Hispanic culture, just kind of in general, is like, hey, toughen up, forget yeah. about, mm -hmm. forget about your feelings or whatever it is. Like, you got to be a man, like, figure it out, you know. And I don't know, I I feel exactly mm. where you're coming from. Go ahead, Jose. Yeah, I um I zoned out my bad because oh, it was an <laughs> ant crawling, and so I was just like so focused and then also listening at the same time. But um for me, I remember I had this conversation actually yesterday. Uh, um, and it relates, like Jay Lee said, um, about quarantine and COVID and how people were uh, holding in their emotions kind of thing. And and so it was a time and space where you were allowed to isolate yourself mm -hmm. and not only isolate yourself physically, but also mentally. Uh, so you don't really have to, like, confront those issues and confront those uh, those patterns that are holding you back emotionally because you were literally forced to isolate uh, because of COVID. And so now it's kind of like the world is opening up again. And so it's like now we feel like we need a release. Mm. And so I've I've experienced that this semester where it's like I've needed a release, but I'm so conditioned uh, because of how I was raised to like kind of like isolate myself mm -hmm. and kind of not release. But I'm also conditioned to to notify that. Uh, no, I've also learned not conditioned. Sorry, uh, that it's best to open up to yeah. release, mm -hmm. but also at the same time, you know, subconsciously battling through that. So mm -hmm. it's like it's it's been a it's been a rough thing, and I think that this is. Uh, really important and very really vital for each Christian, especially yep. to understand. Mm -hmm. Do you think, as a church, we've just been afraid to talk about this? Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. I feel like a lot of times, especially in you know the early years of the church, there were things that were going on that it was kind of like really crazy. And obviously, there are crazy things going on now. But I feel like a lot of people were kind of in a survivalist mindset. And it was like, you know, we just have to keep pushing forward. You know, we're Christian, like kind of how Genesis was saying earlier, like we've been blessed by God. So um, if you're feeling scared, oh, it's because you don't have enough faith in God. Yeah. If you're feeling tired, oh, because you don't yeah. have enough faith in God. And I feel like now people are starting to accept the fact that like, you know, faith doesn't equal like just having just because you're afraid. It doesn't mean that you don't have faith. It's mm -hmm. because you're a human. You're experiencing things that every other human goes through, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I think that like it's a good thing that the church is it's finally opening up um, opening up to those conversations because it definitely has been a long time coming. If I just threw out the question, what does peace look like to you? What would you say? We'll start with Genesis. What does peace look like to me? 
going to the beach and oh. having my favorite food and watching the sunset and being with friends, being mm. with loved ones. I think that's definitely brings me peace. And whenever I'm feeling very like anxious or I'm having very um, just a lot of thoughts from the past, like, you know, get me very sad. And one way that brings me peace is uh, I always leave this for last, which is not good, but I always talk to God. And it's like my mom, like I will tell my mom, I'm feeling like this. I don't know why. And then she was like, well, have you like talked to God about it? And I'm like, I haven't. I have not told him because sometimes as like sad as it is, I can't see him. I can't physically, you know, give him a hug or anything. And I think that would definitely give me a lot of peace. But uh, that's why I'm telling you this faith, like, on our like age right now, um, not being able to see him, but having faith is so crucial. Mm -hmm. um, and it's so important. And I'm so happy that we all have like, you know, can say that we do have faith in him. And yeah, that brings me peace. Definitely just <laughs> as for now, you know, something as close that I have physically being to God is, you know, having other people that love God as mm -hmm. well and can be there for me too. Yeah. I think for me, it would be sunsets. Um, I think that no matter what, how bad the day was, that if I see a beautiful sunset, yeah, it's like, how is it that I can't reflect on it? And so I remember I would look, it's literally the sky. I would say sunset, best part, but the sky. Yeah. The sky is something that no man can control. No man can like grasp over is mm -hmm. except God. And so I feel like the peacefulness of like clouds just floating and just... Uh, the birds flying in the air, then the sun rising and setting. Mm -hmm. I feel like that that is peace for me. That is peace mm -hmm. for me. It's so something so vast and something that can't be controlled yet so peaceful at yeah. the same time. Yeah, it's got at work. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. What about for you? Um, I feel like something that definitely is a big factor of peace for me is music. Like kind of mm -hmm. just like everything in my senses. Music, I, I love singing, I love listening to music and just having those moments where it feels like everything in my head is like so loud, yelling at me, all these things, I'm feeling stressed, listening to like a nice calming song or even just singing something that is familiar to me will bring me peace and calm me down. And also um, like Genesis and Jose said, definitely being in nature. I also am from Florida and the beach, like I love it so much every single night. Um, Genesis is my roommate. She knows every single night I play ocean sounds starting from like 15 minutes before I go to sleep until I actually <laughs> fall asleep. It's so calming to me. Right. And just um, just hearing that those calming sounds or calming music and being surrounded by people that I know love me and, mm -hmm. and have, um, you know, have my best interests in mind. Because I feel like you can be surrounded by people who are community, but if you, if you know, don't know that they love you, You'll feel, you won't never feel at peace, you know, because you'll feel mm. like, oh, I, I have to do this to help, th to make them love me. I have to do this. I have to do this. But if it's people that you already know that love you, you can relax. You can be yourself and you can feel yeah. that kind of, yeah. you know, that community and that that relationship that it kind of how Genesis says reminds you of Jesus as well. And something recently for me, um, I always love talking to God. I've always loved praying since I was younger. Um, I'm a talker. I just love talking in general. So <laughs> praying is it's something so nice to me, but I always kind of, you know, I kind of like overlook that that listening factor, mm -hmm. listening to God. And right now I'm actually taking a class, um, The Life and Teachings of Jesus. 
And instead of just trying to read the Bible, like, oh, you know, how can I read the Bible so I can be saved? It's kind of like a new perspective, reading the Bible so I can learn about God Mm -hmm. and just Jesus's life, who he was as a person. And it's become so like infatuating to me and so interesting that um, this past, like just this whole past semester, if I'm feeling stressed, I'll read the Bible and not because I'm like, oh, let me look for something, you know, let me see exactly, analyze it, what God is trying to say to me. That type of stuff is good too, but sometimes, you know, just reading it, just casually, just Mm -hmm. relaxing, reading the Bible. Oh, what did Jesus do today? What did, you know, what did he say to this person when in his life? You know, that Mm -hmm. can bring you peace as well, so. Combine both of yours. Combine nature and the Bible. Mm. That's you. Now now you're doing work, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Being in a hammock in between two trees, with my Bible open mm. or something to read, sunset, early morning, sometimes even the best. Mm. Yeah, um, I love overnight sleeping in a hammock. It's the greatest mm. thing ever. Yeah, I love it. Um, I have a big one, so I can just wrap myself up in like a <laughs> like a cocoon and uh, waking up and realizing I have another day of life. It's huge. Actually, mm. recently one of the things that's brought me peace, kind of randomly, has been has <laughs> been playing golf and golfing with the boys is nice, right? But there's something about being on a golf course when the sun's going down, like to combine all your sunsets, um, being out in nature, just you mm-hmm. and like the trees. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's those are oh, kind of my sounds amazing. Yeah. My, my peaceful moments. Hey, we have four people here. We got to go golf one day. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm so I'll, down. I'll, I'll take you guys into my world. Um, oh, but when we talk about peace. Let's unpack this a little bit. Does I think sometimes we hear the word peace and we think, okay, that's got to be me sitting down with my eyes closed and my hands put together and we kind of mentioned what peace could look like for us but does peace have more layers than just like sitting still and not doing anything i think uh it also inclines into embracing um embracing more of like what was already there so a lot of a lot of times it seems like certain people have peace but it's just a good moment but mm-hmm. what brings out the the inner layers of peace is where you are closer to the furnace. So it's kind of like, do you really have peace or do you have a good time? Or are you having a good moment where everything mm-hmm. is checking out? Because, you know, peace is something that for me, it's a person. And also it's it's a it's a um a substance as well that comes from only the father, which is Jesus Christ. So it's kind of like a substance. It's a trait um, to where now, since I have him, I have this substance. Now it carries me through whatever. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it's like we think we have peace, but then something, a tribulation comes and and shouts the the root of it. We don't have peace because we actually don't believe that we can get through this situation. We actually Mm -hmm. don't believe that we can surpass this. We actually don't believe that he can liberate us from this, from the situation. So I feel like there is layers to peace where it's like, we think about the good moments that we think about peace being the, the joyful experiences where, you know, beach, reading the Bible, golf, um, you know, also seeing the skies where we think about those things. But what, what if one day the, the, the sun, you know, doesn't pop up, you know, what, what if one day the world runs out of golf clubs, <laughs> you know, don't what, talk to me about that, don't talk so, to me about that world. I don't want to so, know. So what if, what, what those things, does it still remain? Does your peace still remain? Because your peace is 
within you as well because he is within you. Mm -hmm. So I think those are, is it sustainable? Is your peace sustainable? Yeah. And to kind of go off that, something that I learned um, as I was transitioning from high school to college being by myself is that peace is, is not only just, yes, he's, it's a person, um, it's it's a substance, how you said, but peace is also a choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to. Wow. Interesting. You you have to choose if you want peace or not, you know? And it's, it's something Mm. that how kind of like how Jose was saying that if you're in a world and there's no, there's no sun, there's no golf clubs, it it, it shouldn't be something that's um, contingent. I think Mm it's something that's Mm -hmm. contingent on your, on your circumstances. It has to be something that you have to choose for yourself, whether you want it or not, because there'll be some people who they're stressed out. And so they, they go outside and they lay in a hammock and they play their favorite song and, and they're basking in the sunlight and they're reading in the Bible, but they, they're not choosing to, to force, not force, but they're not choosing to, you know, take command of their, of their mind and be like, look, I'm going to have peace in my life. I'm going to, I'm going to surrender the things that are stressing me out to God Mm -hmm. and, and have peace, you know? And I remember one time, this is when I first learned this. It was so crazy. My high school, my senior year of high school, I was, I was feeling super stressed and I was starting to get really bad anxiety. And um, my mom, my friend's mom was like, oh, why don't you go to like, you know, those uh, the Adventist people, why don't you go to the health food store and <laughs> go talk to the guy over there? And I was like, okay. So I went to go talk to the guy and I was, he was trying to sell me some lavender oil. And out of nowhere, I started nice. talking to him for like 45 minutes. And then he, I'll never forget, he told me, he was like, if you're, he was like, you have to, um, he was like, it, it, it's up to you. He was like, no one else can give you, like, obviously Jesus can give you peace, mm-hmm. but it's, it starts with you. You know, he's like, no one else can give you peace for yourself. You have to choose in your mind and mm-hmm. in your heart. I want peace and I'm going to go to God to get that. So, yeah, I love well, that's that. a word. That was good. Yeah. We'll highlight that. Yeah. That, yeah, the little yeah, quote, yeah. Little <laughs> Genesis, does peace have layers to it? Is it more than just sitting down with my eyes closed and staying still? Yes, I think it has several layers too. Uh, uh, going off of what you were saying, actually, um, I don't know. It's at least for me, it all comes down to my mentality and how I want to view that. Because obviously, I, I definitely like. Yes, I will choose to like want to have peace, but that's so hard, you know. Just saying that, like, oh, I do want peace, and then you are un- uncovering all of these layers, all of these things that are stressing you out, all of these things, and that's so hard. And then it could obviously not motivate you to find peace mm-hmm. and so i think it's definitely how you're thinking of it your mentality and wanting to actually do that and seek that um so yeah why is it so tough <laughs> this could be a very simple answer but maybe somebody needs to hear it from us why is it so tough to stay in the present and i guess even more tough for us as like our age being mm-hmm. in college and maybe working two jobs and doing a bunch of stuff. Why is it tough for us to stay in the present? Why is it that we keep going back to the past or even thinking about the future so much? I feel like kind of in our society, um, especially in these past few years, it's the message is always pressed, you know, like be the best you that you can be, like keep pushing forward, you know, like I remember I saw this ad and it was like, your future self awaits you or something like that. And I was like, oh my goodness, my future self awaits me. I, I need a I need to go start studying. I need to go start working out. I need Uh to go start doing all these things um, because, you know, I have to get there. I have to go reach my goals as fast as I can. 
and I think that like a big part of it has to do with just like living in you know at least like in the westernized world mm -hmm. definitely that message of your dream you have to go get it you have to go chase it so it makes you want to you know instead of staying here just kind of go through life mm -hmm. as fast as you can instead of taking your time in the moments mm -hmm. that you're in yeah I feel like we're so pressed on the future being better that we don't even like enjoy now the present mm -hmm. yeah we yeah. don't enjoy now like we're so pressed to like you know for example better you is in the future and it's like you know we feel like when we have our careers you know when we're not broke college <laughs> students when we pay off our loans mm -hmm. then we'll become a better person then we'll mm -hmm. become a, a a happier person but it's like or when we when we finally graduate like then we'll become a better person but it's like uh no like those problems those problems don't just disappear new mm. problems come in mm. like new responsibilities come in new things come in so it's like that's why i always feel like jesus was so intentional in saying like heaven is now mm. like you could live live here on earth as if you were in heaven now because you could have that same peace right now today like it's not it's not i promise when I come back for the second time, then you'll have that peace you always wanted. But it's like right now you could have that peace that you've always wanted mm -hmm. in me right now, if you believe it. So I think that that's it. I think that that's important where it's like you have to recognize that it's not in the future, but now. So mm -hmm. it's like a lot of times we feel like we can love our friends better when we have more time. But a lot of times we just have to make that space. Mm -hmm. We just have to, just like we make that time for, you know, swiping up on TikTok. We can make that face. We can make that same, same uh, initiation towards hanging out or having a conversation with one of our loved ones mm -hmm. on the phone. And kind of like, it's just about being so intentional in mind. And first it comes back to us. Because if we're not right, then we can't give that space to anybody right. else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes so sense. So it's like, we, can, we can't pour out of an empty cup and we have to be filled first. And that comes with accepting myself now, knowing that I'm worthy now, knowing mm. that, you know, nothing in the future will define me now, but I'm going to define myself. And Christ already defined me today. Yeah. So it's that decision that I have to make and being like, I'm already worthy. Yeah. I'm already saved. I'm already purpose driven. He already saved me. He already yeah. has me. He already hugs me. So if he already hugs me and, and loves me, the savior of the world, the whole creator, then why would a piece of paper define that for me? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just allowing ourselves to feel that worthiness that Christ wants us to feel. Comes back to our choices. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Why do the you decisions. think why do you yeah. think Genesis is so hard for us to stay mm. in the present? Um, I think I was asking myself this question when you first um asked us. And the first thing that came to mind was like worrying. Just worry, mm. worry, worry. And like Worrying about, oh, this event that I have next month or this yeah. bill that I have to pay by the end of the month or um, what I will do after I graduate or anything like that. It's, it's We're just leading ourselves up to more worry like mm -hmm. right now when we can definitely avoid that. And um, I, I love to plan out everything. I love to plan out like my day. And then um, I was talking about this to my friend and she was like, I plan out every single thing that I do every day and I make sure I cross it off. Yeah. And I was like, I see I'm a planner, but I'm not that much of a planner. And <laughs> God says, it's good to plan out your future. You know, uh -huh. it's, it's good to know where you're heading and to have God included in those plans. But I, you know, he's not 
telling us to stress over that, mm -hmm. to have that be mm -hmm. our present, for mm -hmm. like worrying to be our present. He is not asking us that. Just simply have a plan, definitely have him involved in it and be be grateful for everything around you mm -hmm. right now because you won't ever get, you know, this day back. And mm -hmm. yeah. Last question here. Um, someone's listening and they're in the same boat. They're in the same struggle boat that we are. How would you how would you advise them? What would you kind of give them something that has maybe worked for you to find your daily peace that maybe someone can be like, you know what, I'm gonna try that tomorrow. And I'm gonna maybe hope that my I can find a little bit more peace in Jesus tomorrow. What would you tell that person? Um I would just I would just go over like for example, I think that in Judges chapter six, I'll go back to the same story that I mentioned um, in Gideon. And it says, when the Lord of when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Mm. Um, it's funny how Ellen uh, G. White talks about this story is that and, he, and she describes Gideon um, as this guy that just doesn't appear like if you were to look at Gideon. At that point at that time, you would see him and feel like this guy is like not chosen for anything great. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing. He's not built. He's not he's not handsome. He's he doesn't <laughs> have his hair right. Like he's literally not built for that. So for the Lord to just come down and say, oh, mighty warrior. Yeah. And he says, pardon me. What are you talking about? Like, do you not see what happened into my people? So it's kind of like I, I go back to the emphasis is like God cares, like yeah. God actually cares. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest um, just not harden your heart because mm. in Hebrews, it literally um, says it like three separate times uh, throughout these chapters. It says, do not harden your heart mm. today, today. Like it literally says today, hear his voice. Do not harden your heart because mm. oftentimes we can harden our hearts. Yeah. And so that's the worst thing to harden our hearts because the voice can be talking to us so loudly, yet we harden our hearts so bad because we're mm -hmm. closed off due to sadness, fear, uh, anger, or depression. Yeah. Um, and so I just think that open your heart yeah. and be honest. Like literally being honest is what your heart says. He already knows what it is. Mm -hmm. he, he knows everything. But you um, ventilating that to him is showing the the vulnerability and also mm -hmm. the dependence that you have upon him. And mm -hmm. he wants to know how much you want him. Love that. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. Um, I think something that has definitely been helping me since um, the beginning of the year started, I had this old journal that I got um, for something and I was blank and I was like, okay, I want to do one of those, you know, um, year those little things for the year where you write down the whole year and then mm -hmm. every day you write down a little color like oh green today was a happy day oh red today was an angry <laughs> yeah. day and then also in the journal i have a gratitude section where at the end of each day i write down at least five things that i'm thankful for mm -hmm. and um i cannot like begin to describe how much it has helped me honestly because even if i have like the worst day ever i can i force myself okay what are five mm -hmm. things that i'm grateful for and it has just been so refreshing to see like all these things that oh in the midst of my 
stress, in the midst of my fear and anxiety, God has still blessed my life so much. And it reminds me of like that verse. I don't know where it's from, but um, it's like that song we used to sing when we were little that was like, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And I think it's so funny how he says, you know, again, I say rejoice. He puts so much emphasis on it because when you choose to linger on all the bad things in your life and the sadness and the things that go wrong, you know, you're not going to be happy. But if you if you rejoice in the Lord and you thank him and you recognize the blessings that he has given in your life, um, you you'll live a happier life, in my opinion. And yeah, yeah. even in those bad days, I can look yeah. back from the beginning of January to now. It's only February, but I can go back and read those things that I was grateful for every single day. Yeah. And it just makes me feel so much more at peace. Love that. Genesis. Um, I'll have to say, um, I think it's very, very good to check up on your friends too and spend time with your friends as well, but also self-care and obviously on the topic of mental health, um, take, taking care of yourself so you can like mm. look out for others too. That's something I've learned. And I like to take care of myself. I like to do things on my own too. And something very important that I love to do is I'll say out loud, you know, God, come with me throughout my day. Let's do something together. Let's go mm. to the grocery store together. Yeah. Why don't we go to this coffee shop? I'm, I'm by myself, but you sure. know, I'm with God too. You know, I'm reading a book, I'm journaling, I'm I'm going out and buying paint. I don't know. It's sure. like, yeah. I'll do like, I'll I basically like say the words out loud, you know, come and join me throughout um, my day. So That's I, I love that. That almost was me to cheers because it's like something as a theology major, it's like, it's hard to like, upon all like the knowledge that you might have, having that childlike faith is, is like a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, keep that, you know what I'm saying? So. You guys, I might come with information and a verse, mm -hmm. but like that child faith is what God is looking yeah. for ultimately. Mm -hmm. Take take me everywhere yeah. you go. Take yeah. me everywhere. And we'll figure things yeah. out little by little. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, thanks so much for being on this episode. It was a fantastic conversation. Um, hopefully, it's not the last time. Yeah, you guys want to hop so on? Fun. I love yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin's here every Monday uh, mm -hmm. recording. So, you guys just let me know, and uh, and we'll get you guys back on the show. Thank you guys so much for listening as well, wherever you're listening from. I'm going to say it again like I did at the top. If this impacted you, if you grabbed something, if something touched you in any way, shape, or form, share it with a family member or a friend. Just click that little share button if you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, whatever it is, um, and we'd love to connect with you there. You can also follow us on Instagram. All the links to all that stuff will be in the description, and you guys can check us out there. So hopefully you guys stay tuned for next week's episode and all the other episodes we have in this series and I'd also encourage you to go back. Go back and listen to the messages. Go back and listen to recent episodes. Um, and hopefully little bit by little bit, we can begin to, to change our mental health for the good. And with Jesus at our side, the Prince of Peace. So, my name is Kelvin. This has been Elevate Retake. And remember, there's always room for one more.